Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars Bookworms. Enjoy. Even men like Talon Card occasionally make mistakes. This is the Chimera. Launch the attack. Time to go to work. You won't let me get killed, will you? Is that what I was supposed to be doing here? I should have brought my lightsaber. Well, William, I'm sitting just outside of Philadelphia. You're sitting somewhere in California? Just outside of Seattle. Seattle, Seattle, that's right. I don't know why I was thinking California. Did you, you ever live California. in California? I did. Okay. Most of the time we knew each other. Well, I guess we've known each other a long time now, so not really most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So we're not in London, though, which is, I guess, where that's all the cool sadly. kids are at right now. Yeah, I know. I, I wanted to be there. just couldn't couldn't make it this year. I thought uh, you were going. I thought, like, when they first announced it, I remember kind of having conversations on, like, who was going to go, and I thought that you would kind of... I say, wanted to, but my wife and I are doing a big trip coming up soon-ish, and so it just didn't make sense to go to Europe twice. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we have yeah. we have a Europe trip coming, hopefully, planned for next year. So nice. that was kind of... I was kind of in the same boat where... It was like, oh, do I do the Europe trip now and then go again next year? Do I try to bring my yeah. wife this time? She's and we already really... had this our trip booked. And so I was like, oh, yeah. I want to go to Celebration, but also. <laughs> this is probably the first Celebration since, I would say, Celebration 5. Yeah. That no one from kind of our maybe closer group of friends yeah. is at. Like, no yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very there. weird, right? Yeah, so it's... I have some friends that are there. I'm not saying I don't have any friends that are there, but like kind of our crew that would hang out and stuff like you and me and Riley and yep. like none of us are there. Mm-mm. So it's kind yeah. of weird. It's weird. But, next time though, I think hope, hopefully we'll all be there next time. This is, I, I have a policy. I don't like to miss the U S celebrations. Yes. And I prefer not to miss the ones internationally. Like I did, we did, we did London that, that time did, yeah no I th- I thought you, weren't you there no i've never you done it oh, i've never done okay. an international never, one okay. uh, you guys did go to london so i've done london time, once yeah. last time but that's it but i've made other, every other celebration since celebration three so at yeah. least u.s one so i will continue that i will i will not let miss a u.s celebration but yeah i'm kind of yeah, crossing my fingers me. for orlando maybe Mm-hmm. For the next one, because that would be the easiest. That would make sense for me to get to. But I know you're West Coast, so you're probably hoping for Anaheim, maybe. But, uh, but yeah, either, either one's way, fine. I don't really we'll probably be there. Flight to Orlando are relatively reasonable, so you know. The reason we're talking about celebration is because they just dropped a ton of news today. I woke up, I opened my phone. There's a big time difference, and so I wake oh, up, yeah. I look at my phone, and there's a Ahsoka trailer. There's news about daisy ridley and i'm like whoa like this is you know all the big stuff dropped so i thought you know i haven't done a podcast in quite a while you know i've been kind of taking a bit of a break but i was like oh this might be the time to jump back on and kind of just talk through some of this news because it's just fun to talk about like it it gets me excited when i watch that ahsoka trailer there was just this like kind of revitalization of my excitement for kind Mm -hmm. of future star wars stuff so yeah i was like i threw out the message Hey, anybody want to join me? You responded, and here we are. <laughs> so, uh, I kind of wanted to start, really, just jump right into the Ahsoka trailer because I think that's the big news. It is in a lot of ways. Maybe other people would say it's not as big as some of the other news, but well, I mean, they were they made a big announcements, but this is the big tangible thing that was publicly revealed because they had some exclusive trailers for just people 
in the audience. But as far as things that were released online to, for everyone to enjoy, Ahsoka is the big one, I think, personally. Yeah. Everything else is like, oh, it's happening in theory at some point, you know. And there's a lot Talk of stuff that. for us to look at, right? Like <laughs> yeah, there's a exactly. trailer. So there's a lot of new images, characters that we, I mean, we knew Ahsoka was coming. We've seen some stuff from Ahsoka. Those of us that were at Celebration, the last one, did get to see like a little teaser. Mm -hmm. And I kind of thought that's what this was going to be when it first started. It literally starts almost exactly the same way as that teaser. And I'm like, oh, they're just going to show us that teaser. But no, it quickly you it's know, turns awesome. into a full on trailer. So I was just like, OK, this is this is awesome. And there's a lot of new information here. And it just it just came out today. Um, I haven't even I've you know, I'm technically supposed to be working today. So I haven't had a lot of time to kind of like analyze and overanalyze and, you know, kind of dig into all the stuff I'm seeing people speculating on world between worlds already and things like that. So it'll be fun to kind of talk through because I haven't had a, a chance to really dig into it too much. So. Likewise, I've been I've been working all day. So I, I just finished. I'm like, wait, hold on. I got to <laughs> I can't not talk Ahsoka, right? It's great. Yeah. So we're going to what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up the video on YouTube and then we're just going to kind of walk through it, you know, just we'll play it and pause it and you know kind of anything that we find interesting we can kind of talk through and speculate let's away let's do it and i'm just going to go ahead and hit play and then we'll i'll pause it whenever i feel like it okay okay feel free to jump in i got the captions on cuz the audio won't come through uh for others so this reminds me a lot this this scene early on reminds me a lot of like the the end of the clone wars right uh, or you see Ahsoka, except she's walking to the camera instead of walking oh, yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. They do that a lot. They like to have Ahsoka kind of walking through the with like the, the towers on either side. Um, Some yeah. kind of ruins that she's in here. It, it almost looks like maybe like a a Jedi temple or something that is you know kind of the ruins of a Jedi temple. You can see that marking on the on the ground there, which you see a lot of times in these Jedi temples. You see some sort of a iconography or, or markings on the ground like that. So. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's a very cool visual. And like this, the spin where she cuts into the floor is classic Ahsoka. <laughs> it is. She's done this move before. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only thing that I'll... I feel like the fall is a little, almost a little like she's on ropes, kind of slow motion a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to praise this show and this trailer, you know, to no end. But this one little part, I felt a little... About it, yeah. Eh. A little cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I sense it. And she's talking about something dark coming. And, you know, the Lucasfilm logo is red. So we know there's some big, I mean, obviously there's, there's Thrawn, right? But it sounds like there's something bigger than Thrawn to me. What do you think? Maybe. Um, I feel like the big thing is Thrawn. That's my take on it. I think they're trying to build toward that. Mm -hmm. I don't know that there's something bigger. I don't know. You you hear everything is interconnected. And we know kind of what's coming with the first order. Mm -hmm. And so that could be something bigger. The emperor is coming eventually, you know, we're still before all that stuff happens. Um, and then we know, you know, we'll talk about it later, but we know that there's going to be more movies with Ray. And so there's some, there's got to be some sort of conflict there as well. The emperor has already been defeated. Mm -hmm. So there is going to be different, you know, enemies that are going to be coming along. So are they going to start foreshadowing it this early? Uh, what's next to come? Maybe. I yeah. wouldn't put it past them, but we might not find out for a few years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what they're foreshadowing. <laughs> they tend to do that a lot. In this right? moment, they... I feel like it's Thrawn they're talking about. Okay. The fact that it says something dark is coming, maybe it's Thrawn. 
but I don't know. Could be worse. I, I mean, it could, yeah. it could be foreshadowing the emperor. That's true. He's yet to come back. That's true. Um, this is cool. I mean, we see Sabine here, and it's kind of our first live action look at her. Um, in very, I think we did get a quick scene with her in that teaser mm-hmm. before, but we only saw her kind of from behind. So to see the actual kind of actor in that role, this is a first. She's got, you know, obviously let her hair grow out. She still does the hair dye, yeah, uh, coloring her hair. But um, that iconic helmet is pretty awesome to see. This is so exciting to me because, like, it it's. Yeah, for Rebels fans, this trailer is just a gold mine. Uh, there, you know, so many characters we've always wanted to see in live action for the first time. I mean, Sabine looks fantastic, uh, and you know, there's been we knew she was coming. Uh, you know, she's going to be. They announced her casting. What was the last celebration? I think right. Yeah, uh, Natasha uh, Leo Bordizio. but she just looks so much like Sabine here with her helmet and everything. And then that next shot, it's just. Oh, so good yeah perfect casting mm-hmm. for the for sabine as far as the look goes um oh, yeah. i know you hear people kind of kind of criticizing a little bit maybe the opportunity maybe was missed that they could have utilized some of the voice actors in these roles but i'm gonna be i don't know if that's like a popular or unpopular opinion or if it's a 50 50 thing but for me <laughs> i kind of i'm kind of glad they didn't um, i mean if you think about it right they didn't use the film actors in the animated series and so as much as we are attached to these characters you know when the clone Wars started we were all like who's this you know uh who are these guys right matt lanter and james arnold taylor where's you know hayden christensen and ewan mcgregor (laughs) right and now we all are they're beloved you know and so and then they're they're as much anakin and obi-wan as anyone else and i think the same will be true of of this Uh, you know i the characters are going to be exactly the same. I think it's harder going from live action to sorry, from animation to live action mm-hmm. in some ways. Um, but yeah. And I think yeah. that for me, I would rather them try to get the best person for the role and like a quality actor, as opposed to saying, Oh, let's put, you know, whoever nothing against mm-hmm. Ashley Eckstein, but she doesn't have a lot of acting credits beyond some of the stuff that she did in her younger, you know, and she did, I think she did some like Disney channel stuff. And, when she was a teenager, but she is not in the regular kind of rotation of actors doing films and TV. And so to have someone who is play the role of Ahsoka or someone that who is play the role of Sabine or even Hera to get these more notable actors that are actually still kind of in those, you know, in that, in the business and not just doing voiceover work. I think it's going to, in the end, be a better move. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no, it can it, bring in other fans because every one of these actors you know, this, this, the actor who plays uh, Sabine, she's got credits in other shows that she's in. And so people that are fans of those shows will be like, oh, she's now in this. Like, let me go watch it. Um, and you're not going to get as much of that with some of those voice actors. So. Right. No, that's, that's so true. I think the, I wonder if it's maybe harder for people when going from animation to live action, because usually when you see a live action character and you find the animated version, they cast a voice that sounds very similar. They're not hundred percent. Right. But they try to cast a voice. that sounds very similar, but I've noticed that sometimes the casting, when you go from animation to live action is not the same voice. It looks, they look the same, mm-hmm. but they are not always the same uh, or very similar, but it's not as much of the, the voice. And I think maybe that's where the disconnect is for some people. Yeah. Cause like even, you know, like Ahsoka, I think Rosario Dawson does a great job, 
she still doesn't sound like Ahsoka to me. Uh, right. Ashley you know, Eckstein has a very, very distinctive voice. And same yeah. for, I'll, I'll, I'm going to talk about it a little bit when we see Hera pop up. Yeah. But it was, yeah, that's another another instance where you're like, oh, okay, it's Hera. It looks like Hera, but does not sound like Hera because Hera. Right. And I think that may be where the backlash comes in. Because yeah. when you're going to live action or to animation the other way, they always try to find someone who sounds like the character as much as possible. Yeah, you know, or if, if there's differences, it's it's minor, you know, like you know, Count Dooku is is a little different, you know, animation versus live action, but it's close enough that it doesn't really, you don't really notice it that much. Yeah. I think that might be part of the backlash, but Tuka Cat, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the best done one they've done yet. Maybe. Yeah, I love it. I love seeing the Tuka Cat. Yeah, she does look a lot like her. Yeah, they did a really good job casting Sabine. Got some of that now. At first, I thought these were. I was like, "Are these Mandalorians?" But they're just. Uh, they look like droids when you kind of get a they closer do. look at them. That they're not actual humans. They but, got these like cool spears. But cool, yeah, definitely look cool. Pikes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, now is that the the that, little yes. shuttle that comes that's out of the, the ghost? The Phantom, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're totally oh, right. Awesome. It is. And the next scene is, I think. Oh, there's there's Harry. See. There we see Hera, and look what she's got on her back, her jacket. Oh. That, that symbol is the same symbol that Kanan had on one of his arm, you know, things, I, th- I You're believe. You're right. Oh, my gosh. Um, that's, that's, uh I think yeah. I'm right about that. I know it's, that icon has definitely been I think, in Rebels. I think you are. I think you are. I haven't done the... It would make sense, too, right? Back-checking on that one, but I'm pretty He's sure that that's a Kanan Remembering Kanan. Yeah. Ugh. The only one we won't get to see in live action unless they do a flashback. I don't think. Which, maybe maybe they would. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think they will. I don't think they would. But I could see them if they did do a flashback doing Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Because it would probably be a short scene. They have a quick little thing. You know, the fans would love it. But mm-hmm. since he's not going to be a regular character, they wouldn't be as concerned with That's you know true. which actor they cast there. Well, and with uh, with Zeb, right? They got Steve yeah, Bloom back. They got. So, I mean, when you're doing yeah. Zeb and it's just the voice, it's easy. Then yeah, that's an easy <laughs> choice there. So yeah, um, obviously we get Chopper as well. Yeah, she does look a little off, I think, in that that last shot. Um, but seeing Chopper there is 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 really cool. Right, what right there? Not not quite the look you think. It, I don't know what you what do you think. You're I know you're the big you're a huge Hera. Yeah, fan. I agree. I she definitely doesn't have the same closeness of look as um Sabine. Mm-hmm. Not bad. But yeah, it's yeah. it's fine. Um I think the voice is a little more jarring than than the look here. But yeah. Gotta love Chop. Now who's this guy? Are now, yeah, we these? have a couple new characters here that they're dropping on us where we have now, I guess his name is Balin, which you'd only know that if you have the subtitles turned on because <laughs> uh, they don't actually say anything. Now, this is a very interesting character. We see him a number of times throughout this trailer. We see him with a lightsaber, which I think is interesting that we, you know, in the time period that we're in, uh, this is post, you know, destruction of the Emperor. Uh, we're kind of early days of New Republic. And the presence of any type of a dark side or Sith type character in this in this time is kind of unknown, right? Like we're not, unless I'm forgetting something that's kind of come out in like the expanded universe stuff. No, I think you're right. I'm feeling like this is kind of the first reveal of, oh, wait, there's still bad guys running around with lightsabers. Because uh, you would kind of feel like, I guess, some Inquisitors 
would still maybe be out there, but what would they be working for if the emperor's gone? Right. Yeah. Um, so maybe this is a some sort of a splinter group of inquisitors or some surviving inquisitors that are still trying to reestablish some sort of, you know, who knows, it could be any number of things, but um, I'm going to save some of my commentary about, about them for some of the other stuff, but it looks like we have this guy here, Balin. And then we also have her, which menacing looking character for sure. Another lightsaber user. No idea who she is, um, but maybe we're looking at a master apprentice type thing here. I could see that. And yeah. orange lightsabers is like one of the, I think first time in, no, I mean, I guess we saw Ray, right? Uh, Ray at the end of Rise of Skywalker had a different. Yeah. I mean, I would say Ray's you know. is clearly yellow. Right. Um, but this, this is, this is more orange, but I'm you think so? Think... I, I think so. What do you call this orange? I, so Orange-ish? I was kind of on the fence with this because at first you just think, oh, dark side, they're using red lightsabers. But then, yeah, the devil it does, does look red to me. It does it stand out as orange. being a different shade of red than we typically see. Like we typically see with uh, dark side users, they have a very bright red. Right. You know, no questions asked. It's definitely red. Whereas this is like almost like a burnt orange, like kind of. Yeah. You know, I wonder if that means he's not necessarily a Sith, but he's more of a. They're trying to, you know, hint that maybe he's not fully dark or. That's kind of what I'm wondering if there's going to be some specific purposeful reason as to why the lightsabers are not quite red and right. they probably will explain that um it also are we just seeing the sparks here of her deflecting is that what we're so. seeing yeah, yeah. okay yeah. i was gonna say I, I thought maybe like her her lightsaber was like sparking almost like the way that kylo ren's does but no i think she's just reflecting uh blaster bolts but yeah i mean obviously very interesting that we have dark side type characters that um that need some explanation yeah i like it <laughs> this summer and that that's i mean we knew it was coming right but it's so great to hear august is when the ahsoka series debuts so we don't have long to wait four months that's coming it. very soon and this is lothal Yes. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I believe this is straight out of Rebels. Like this oh. is straight out of that last episode. This scene. Yeah, you think actually... it's the I think actually that's a good point. Yeah. Is it is it the end? I think it's so. It's the way it ends, yeah. Where yeah. you see the scene and she's looking off into the distance. I, I mean, I haven't done a comparison, but I think it's almost like exactly the same scene, but except not. It looks animation. it looks to me like the same. I was trying to figure out why they would have gone back to Lothal, but you're right. Like Sabine is standing there by herself. I I I bet you the show takes place like picks Imme- up right there well except or is she looking the one thing i'm not sure about is like in mandalorian right when we see ahsoka she mentioned she's looking for thrawn mm-hmm. so i don't know if this is the movie the show starts with a flashback to the end of Rebels. that's kind of what i'm thinking that we get some sort of an intro that kind of catches us up yeah and that's what we're seeing here or I guess she's be, thinking back on this or something like that you don't really want to have a previously on yeah, uh, in, in with animation when starting a live action show. Although maybe maybe that's how they get your canon, right? It's a it's a previously on. I, I mean, know. it could be if they do some sort of setup recap, but they do it all in live action. You know, yeah. that would be the place to kind of throw canon in there. Yeah, but uh, I can see that, right? Because this this of of all the shows, this one feels like if you if you are not a someone who's watched Rebels, you are going to be missing out on a lot oh absolutely i was just talking to a friend to watch rebels (laughs) i just showed this trailer to a friend today who has not watched rebels or the clone wars 
And he was like, oh, this looks really cool, but who's this and who's that? And he knew Thrawn, but he only knew Thrawn because of the books, not because he had seen Rebels. And so I kind of was trying to catch him up a little bit, but I'm like, I don't know if you're going to be able to go through all of (laughs) Clone Wars and Rebels to kind of catch all this stuff. But there is a lot, you know, a lot for people to get caught up on. Oh, I agree. That Nancy, that is, oh. Some X-Wings flying in there. Now, people were kind of freaking out about this scene because apparently one of these senators is from Resistance, Star Wars Resistance, is what I saw. I didn't notice. I'm trying to see. I don't remember who, who would have been. So resistance. I'm not super versed in resistance, although I did watch it. Uh, but what was the main character's name again? Uh, Kaz. Kaz. So it wasn't his dad, like a senator. Oh, I'll yeah, I'll bet that uh, the guy in so the I green right there that, that maybe Kaz's I think somebody, father. Somebody pulled up. Uh, I forgot his dad was in the Senate. We reviewed every episode, but it's been yeah, yeah, it's been know, a, a couple of years. <laughs> so I think somebody had pulled up a transcript of the trailer, and they had mentioned who these people were and the name. I guess his name was on that list. So he doesn't that's really cool. look like he looked in the show. If that's him, no. But maybe it's just people speculating, and maybe I just ran across some some unconfirmed rumors. But that's what there was a little bit of buzz around uh, a Resistance character showing up in this scene. That's cool. Uh, I, I, I like that they're bringing, <laughs> you know, if, if that's true, I like that they're tying it together. Even if, you know, Resistance was not my favorite of the animated series, um, yeah. it's it's still cool that they're tying things together a bit more. Um, yeah, I love, I love it. Ah, they... Senator Hamato Ziono, that's what his name was. I was just looking it up in my notes. Yeah, my guess and, is uh, he's the, the second from the right there. Yep. Um, but like I said, unconfirmed. I saw somebody kind of talking about it on Twitter. So take that. Maybe for what it's a it guess. Is. Yeah, I mean, he does look very different. He in in the, he does in look the very show, different. he he has very short cropped hair. He seems to have a lo- much longer hair here. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But it could just be an Easter egg that they threw in there, and just you know, for people that will know the name, get excited, and everybody else doesn't yeah. really care. But. Um, I mean, but we're kind of passing over the fact that Mon Mothma's here, <laughs> which is <laughs> we're seeing her and, you know, she's now shown up in how many movies and TV shows? Like so she's much a recurring character now, which is kind of cool to see her. Pop I up love here. Mon Mothma, but you're right. In some ways, it's just kind of, oh, there's Mon Mothma, right? It's not that <laughs> surprising because she's kind of in so many shows now. Yeah. It's, you know, she's she's been in Clone Wars, Rebels, um, she ages well. Uh, she actually looks Andor, younger. Yeah, it's she. She's almost in every. Is she in almost every show? I don't think she's in Mandalorian. Well, she was okay. in Andor, obviously, but was yes. she in Obi Wan too? I thought she was brief. Maybe not. No, maybe no. Maybe it was just. But I, I think seeing her in like Rogue One, obviously, yeah, in Andor, and then the original trilogy, and and then know, all the animated, and, yeah, all the animated stuff. In. So yeah, she definitely oh, yeah. is a character that is can and we know based on the books we kind of know the role she plays here in the new republic in that you know she's going to be part of like demilitarization and like kind of some of the stuff now i don't know how close they're going to stick to previously released you know novels and i i, I always want to call it expanded universe but i know nobody uses that term anymore but, <laughs> yeah. you know the novels Legends. and books the that okay. stuff um when it comes to the new canon though i'm talking yes. about oh yeah the new canon. yeah 
there has been plenty of stuff about her in the new canon post. Oh yeah, there has. Jedi. There has so. been quite a bit. So okay, this is the Thrawn, big... <laughs> which I'm kind of seeing now. Before when I watched this, I was kind of like, okay, this has to be Thrawn, but you can't really see even the color of his skin. But now that I'm seeing this angle, I'm like, oh, I can see a little blue there on the side of his of his cheek. Uh, you can see kind of some blue poking out. So uh, yeah, that's Thrawn. He's got the iconic white admiral uniform and the dark hair. And I think it's at this point we're just at rumors as far as who's playing him, or has it been confirmed? I thought it. I don't. I don't think it was ever confirmed because they they would have mentioned it in the official press release. There's a lot of assumptions as to who's playing him, but I don't think it's officially been revealed. Right. And hard to recognize. I think it was Lars Mikkelsen was the rumor. Whoever voiced him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which would be great. Thrawn's return. Here we go. Wait for it. <laughs> Heir to the Empire. <laughs> a, a nice little. Uh, forced reference there i love it yeah it, it was it, i mean it, i mean that is you know of course you have to say heir to the empire right as you show thrawn <laughs> on screen right i feel like if you didn't you'd be <laughs> throwing away a huge opportunity i'm sure it got a big cheer in the oh, yeah. in the room at celebration yes and so this is that woman that ahsoka faced in in her episode of the mandalorian yes which I believe they kind of implied she killed her. Um, yeah, I, to... so I guess then this must be before that, then mm. before Mandalorian, because it was, um, yeah, because or maybe she didn't really die. That could be it too, because she was. I mean, she was in the air. Was it the heiress, right? No, no, it was. Sorry, that was a. Uh, it was in the Jedi. Uh, Magistrate Morgan Elsbeth was her name. What does her Wikipedia say? Does, she, does and... it say she's deceased? I guess now they probably updated it. <laughs> They're pretty quick on that stuff. I mean, it but... just says she bests. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm looking actually at my notes from my show, oh, my podcast okay. show notes, but she beat, she bested the, um, uh the magistrate but i don't know if she maybe she her. didn't maybe I'm i don't just think she killed her incorrectly yeah. or maybe they left it unclear but for some reason i had i assumed that ahsoka had killed her but maybe not i thought so too but i guess not but so she's obviously she's here so there's that guy again now this is where people are kind of speculating the world between worlds right right this background here oh that's that's totally the world between worlds i feel think like so that. I, I think so. Maybe I'm crazy, but that looks to me like the world between worlds. And uh, I mean, I don't know what they're doing here, but why does it just look like they're on a movie set here? <laughs> Maybe With the lighting volume. and stuff like that's what it looks like to me, honestly. But then again, is... you know, the world between worlds is this kind of weird, you know, ethereal thing. Yeah, it's it yeah. definitely is. And I and once again, this is me attempting to speculate on something without having the time to research it. And I'm forgetting exactly how everything ended with the world between worlds. Um, I know they, they shut it off, right? Like right. you wouldn't be able to access it uh, at least not at the location that they had accessed it at before. But there's no reason why, I mean, we saw Ahsoka entering that 
temple or something at the beginning of the trailer, I wonder if she found another access point to the world between worlds. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, I'm very curious to see why they would kind of go back to that. Um, maybe this is another group or this guy here is trying to, you know, get there for some reason. Maybe they're trying to resurrect the emperor or maybe they're trying to do something else that, you know, they mm-hmm. could take advantage of the powers that are in this world between worlds. I or maybe really she thought... thinks she can figure out where they went, like Thrawn and Ezra, if they she goes to the world between worlds and kind of goes back in time and watches and sees. Yeah. I so, yeah, it's the, this will be very interesting to see kind of what the purpose of bringing it back is. I always thought this was a very dangerous plot device <laughs> that yes. could really get messy if you continue. So I thought, nope, they'll have it in Rebels. That's it. We'll never see it again. So I'm already yeah. being proven wrong here. If that's what this is, that we did do, we do see it again. But I also didn't think Dave Filoni would be so involved in all this stuff. So it, the fact that he's so involved in all the live action now, and now he's going to get a movie. I know. Can you believe it? He's got a movie. Yeah. Oh. He's going to, you know, he can put his stamp on things more. So it doesn't surprise me as much now that this is back, but yeah. I don't know that we would have ever seen this again if Dave Filoni wasn't involved. Um, but I hope they don't do something crazy with it where it's like, Oh, now this can introduce us to an alternate universe or this can uh, bring this character back. That's now, I don't, you know, like they will. Okay. One crazy theory. And I actually believe this. I don't actually believe this preface it by, so, you know, Dave Filoni's working on uh, a a film and they said, and we'll probably talk about this more in a little bit that Filoni's film. Well, I'm trying to look up the exact wording because it's very interesting. Um, uh, Dave Filoni's film will focus on the New Republic and close out the interconnected stories told in the Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and others. Mm-hmm. Close out is a very interesting word. Um, what if the world between worlds opens up a portal to another alternate timeline that then allows Dave Filoni's movie to wrap up this era of Star Wars and reset the entire galaxy for Disney? <laughs> I really so, hope they don't do that. That would be terrible. I hate the idea. Don't do it, please. But, you know. <laughs> so the that is like the hopeful speculation for all the sequel haters out there. Is that like, <laughs> oh, the sequels are horrible. But, and but that also messes up everything else. Like, right. no, don't do it. Right? Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> it messes up the original trilogy, too, and the prequels and everything. Yeah. One thing I like about Star Wars, and I think one thing that sets it apart from things like Marvel and DC, is that it doesn't have exactly this multiverse kind of idea. It is one story. It's a big saga, yep. and it's all connected. And they've even with adding all the animation and the live action, we've we've connected it even more. And sure, some of the story points went a different direction than I would have liked, but just because I don't like what they did with Luke Skywalker doesn't mean I want them to completely reboot exactly the entirety of either the universe or even the sequels and say, okay, let's try again. Because who's to say that that next iteration isn't going to be, you know, something different than what I want. So the story is what it is. And for people that are speculating that the world between worlds is going to be the device that they use to kind of reset the galaxy and quote unquote, fix what Disney messed up. I don't think at all that that would be how they use it. Um, So but I'm, I've been proven wrong plenty of times in for, as far as things I thought they would never do. Uh, but I am surprised to see it here. In fact, I didn't even think about it until other people had mentioned it. After I saw the trailer, I didn't even notice this. 
And then other people were like, oh, look, the world between worlds. I'm like, oh, yeah, kind of forgot about that. So, right. I, I, I do love seeing the world between worlds. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, but yeah, I hope they don't. I hope they just use it well, like they did in Rebels to, you know, like show some great moments and, and stuff, but not, um, uh, you know, you, there's interesting insights you can glean from the world between worlds without resetting everything. Yeah. 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 And then all the Raylos out there are probably hoping that they use this as some device to, you know, some, <laughs> some, somehow bring Ben back, but um, we'll see. <laughs> so this guy, I will say that this guy, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, where have I seen this guy before? I feel like this character has been done or somebody that looks like him in star Wars, probably in the comics, like was something that popped into my head. I'm like, man, I'm just seeing this visual with this guy with white hair and a beard holding a lightsaber. Where have I seen this before? And so I did, I did start looking around a little bit and found a character from the old, um, legacy comics. Do you remember legacy comics? Uh, yeah. not, not legends. So don't not right. to be mixed up with legends, but legacy, there was a comic series that was set like a hundred years after, yes. um, you know, the latest books that had come out and it was like Luke Skywalker's grandson, Cade Skywalker. Remember all that? Yep. So they had the, I, Knights, I do remember it's, they had the Knights of the, or the, why am I blanking on it? Was it called the Knights of the empire? Imperial Knights. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Imperial Knights was this group of force sensitive people who actually weren't the bad guys, but they were kind of working for the Imperial remnant of that time, which was actually not necessarily a bad organization. Um, and so they all wore red armor and there was a character in that group that had this kind of look to him with the the white hair and the white beard. And he, this guy also had, kind of has this armor look to him. So that's where I was like, oh yeah, that's what it's reminding me of is the this Imperial Knight character um so take it for what I it's always, worth but yeah i always thought that series was a little interesting but a little odd uh but the so i was looking a bit more it's he's played by ray stevenson and uh and his the the other the the, the ladies uh, ivana sakano that's her name and they're supposedly they're playing unnamed dark jedi so dark jedi okay yeah, so that so has that was been... in some of the other coverage i guess got it okay so that kind of makes sense um yeah. not quite inquisitors but maybe some fallen jedi that have and maybe they maybe they have some good intentions that's kind of what i'm expecting almost is that they're not going to be like fully evil dark side characters but more like they just don't agree with the way that you know the jedi here are handling things right. and they kind of want to do it a different way and so they're kind of coming into conflict with people like ahsoka yeah but not necessarily completely evil so i don't know that's my two cents i think that makes sense there's Hera again. Much better uh, shot of her. Yeah. Um, and that's where when you hear her voice for the first time was when I kind of, it was a little jarring for me because I'm so used to hearing Vanessa Marshall's voice mm -hmm. voice there. I will say some of the shots looked a little fake. I don't know what it was. It's a little, I couldn't quite place it. The costumes uh, are too fresh looking. They're not weathered enough, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's know. the look they're going for because it's like the New Republic, so they haven't right. had time to scuff right. up their uniforms yet. That's true. <laughs> Requisition just gave them a brand new thing. We have. Um, I don't know. Could be. See that, that again? That just totally looks like World Between Worlds to me. Oh yeah. Let me let me back up there. 
because once again all I did this. Not, oh yeah that definitely much more looks like it with yeah. the circles and, stuff. and the yeah. lines through the yeah yeah okay i can see it more in this in this shot a lot of lightsaber conflict in this trailer mm -hmm. they know what people want i guess but uh i mean it's a show about a former jedi right you, you have to have lightsaber conflict yeah and there's that that woman again who i don't know i'm, I'm gonna kind of no yeah. yeah, I'm going to say she's the apprentice of the other guy. I think that seems fair, right? Just only because he's the one that has, you know, kind of been more in the speaking roles and conf conflict. And he's older and usually the, the apprentice is the younger yeah. one. Yeah, I know, know I'm doing a lot of stereotypical assumptions here, but I'm assuming <laughs> he's the master and she's the apprentice uh, just based on the way they're portrayed in the trailer. Yeah. The nice hallway film. scene here. We get we like those. Kind of reminds me of Vader at the end of Rogue One a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Absolutely. And then Ezra. There's Ezra. Um still wearing the same clothes. He's got that like that 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 white kind of shoulder thing that Ezra is always wearing. I guess this is probably just a, a hollow of him from the time that they they lost him or whatever. That's what I took it as. Like this is I think this is just Sabine looking at a hologram of Ezra remembering him. Right, not actually like communicating with him. Right. Yeah. So it makes uh, anything, sense he's wearing the same clothes. I haven't looked at any of the Arabesh to see if there's anything notable worth translating, but it doesn't look like I haven't no. seen any Arabesh. It's not much, yet. just a little bit. It's like two letters right there. That's it. Yeah, which I don't even based on what I'm saying. Oh, I guess they're kind of they're, it's kind of hard to read. Yeah. Yeah. They're turned vertically. Yeah. yeah. Um Pop Pop quiz, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this this so this is a new we've seen the other two characters with lightsabers. Now we have another one. This guy or girl looks much more like an inquisitor than the other two. And mm -hmm. you can even see the handle of the lightsaber here. That it's very inquisitorious. That. Yeah. So and wow. this one is a little more red than the others. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of wondering if this character maybe isn't even affiliated with the other two and could be maybe could just like that. a an inquisitor that survived or whatever. So I don't know, but you know, throughout this trailer, we already get three different characters <laughs> that they've come up against that are are using lightsabers. So Soka's gonna have her work cut out for her. She is. I mean, again, as a former Jedi, she I would hope she has a lot of lightsabers to go up against, otherwise. She's going to blow through all of everybody. <laughs> Warrior, outcast, rebel. And do some great Jedi. Get some great shots of Ahsoka running around. And good and there, old Hu Yang. Yeah, there we go. Uh, who was voiced by David Tennant in the animated series. Yeah. Doesn't sound like David Tennant here. So they probably didn't want to pay the money for him to come back and do the, the voiceover maybe. Or maybe it is him and they just kind of made his voice more robotic. But um, yes, very, very recognizable mm -hmm. character from um, the Clone Wars. Yes. Cool and he talks that. about his time to begin again, interestingly. Also looks like Lotho yeah. in the background. I think so. Or at least a picture of Lotho. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Also, you know, the logo, right? The Ahsoka logo, it, that definitely looks world between worlds. Ah, good point. In the background, which I think we... We talked about when they announced the uh, the series, but it's seeing the world between worlds is a whole different thing. That's a good point. Yeah, I I agree. I think that that 
they were making it very clear that that is going to be playing a, a part here and they're not trying to hide it in the trailer as far as why they're using it or who's trying to access it it could be ahsoka it could be it could be this dark these dark side characters these fallen jedi or whatever um who are trying to and she's just trying to stop them she's trying to protect it who knows what the 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 point of bringing it back is but mm -hmm. it, it does look like that might be a, a major plot point that we have to look forward to do they say how many seasons we're getting with ahsoka they did not i don't it's not that i've heard i think it's just it might just be one yeah or or maybe they'll do more i would love to see more maybe it's you know they haven't said because like with obi-wan they kind of made it a big deal that it was like, limited this series is just a limited series uh and or they, they said it's just two seasons I feel like Ahsoka's might be kind of like Mandalorian where they leave it a little more open-ended. And if it's successful, we'll see more seasons. If not so successful, then it might end with one season. But I can't imagine that this show wouldn't do well on I Disney+. I mean, this, this, this is just Rebels season five, basically. That's what it feels like with a more of a focus on Ahsoka where everyone after the Clone Wars ended was like, we want Ahsoka, right? And they started with... Rebels season one, no Ahsoka. They introduced her in season two. Uh, but she was always, remember Dave would always say, this isn't her story, right? She's a she's a character in the series, but it's not her story. She's not the focal point. In this series, it, it really feels like, no, this, I mean, obviously the name, show is named after her. It is her story. And, and that's why now I suspect all the Rebels characters will just be, you know, ancillary to that. And they may play a big role like Ahsoka did at times, but it's Ahsoka's story now. Yes. It feels like it's definitely gonna be Ahsoka's story. I think the 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 Thrawn going off to wherever he went off to with Ezra is gonna be a big plot point. Sabine's trying to find Ezra. Ezra's connected to Thrawn. Thrawn's connected to whatever, you know. I think that they're gonna tie it in probably to the beginnings of the first order, even. Um because of based on wherever he went, I don't know. I think there's a lot that they can kind of start to set the groundwork for here. Um, yeah. So, and then just bringing Thrawn in, how much are you going to utilize the existing story of Thrawn? You are kind of in the era of the original Thrawn books, but you don't, you know, most likely they're not going to follow that storyline because right. they're probably not going to bring Han and Leia into it. They're probably not going to clone Luke. Uh, I did hear that um, Palion was shown at some point oh in some of the in some of the they mentioned him or they showed a clip with him or something like that that would be that cool on twitter uh and then but then you have like the crazy clone jedi that was in the books too uh sabath or whatever his name was mm -hmm. um so, so you know do they bring a character like that in you know so it, it'll be interesting to see what they pull from the existing thrawn story and kind of what they leave on the side and what they kind of try to do, you know, from their version of it for, for those out there that think they're just going to straight up do a, a retelling of air to the empire. Uh, don't get your hopes up. I don't think that's what we're going to get here. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely not. There probably will be plenty of Thrawn. I, I agree. I'm very excited. All right. Well, any other thoughts on that trailer before we move to the other news? I, I man, I'm just so excited. I love, Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters. Of course, Clone Wars and Rebels, just so near and dear to my heart. And seeing a sequel and live action, no less, just makes me very, very happy. Yeah, so. I wasn't sure. 
I was one of those people that said early on that some of these characters, like these, they work in animation. Let's leave them in animation. I didn't necessarily want to see an Ahsoka show live action, uh, but it's happening. And I did really like this trailer. And so I can see the potential here. And, you know, the fact that Filoni's so involved makes sense that we're seeing these characters kind of getting pulled in. So, and I really loved Rebels. So the fact that there's obviously big ties to Rebels and I get to see more of those characters' story, yeah. I'm not going to complain that they're in live action now. Uh, but yeah, I was kind of like, oh, do we really need Ahsoka in live action? But we're getting it. So might as well enjoy it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, other news. So there were some other announcements that came out. I guess the big one being maybe, the, you know, in my mind, Daisy Ridley coming back to reprise her role as Rey, now Rey Skywalker, um, and kind of the beginnings of the new Jedi Order in some ways, or maybe continuing what Luke had started. Um, I didn't see a lot of extra details around kind of what what that movie is going to be about. Did they say if it was going to be like a single movie or did they? I'm seeing some, so I was actually just kind of looking that up too. I'm seeing some conflicting reports. There's one article that says it's 15 years after and it's the start of a trilogy, which I feel like they would have announced if that was the case. I I don't think that's um, necessarily true. Maybe it's an assumption. (laughs) You would think. It's like, oh, a Star Wars thing. They're probably going to do a trilogy. So people probably just assuming that. Right. And they're announcing a trilogy of three uh, you know, three movies uh-huh. that one of which is Daisy Ridley's movie. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I, it's, it's, it's fun to see Daisy Ridley coming back. I'm very curious to learn more of the details exactly how far after, cause I didn't very do a very good job of telling any of the details on in the official press releases. Um, you know, how, how far after, Rise of Skywalker so is this set. According but... to I have Entertainment Weekly pulled up right now. And according to them, it's set 15 years after. Okay, it is. So that's another another site saying 15 years. Okay. The Rise of Skywalker. So so that's good. That means, you know, it's gonna give her some time to establish some things. So I, I'm glad that they're doing it that way as opposed to just picking up right where Rise of Skywalker left off. Right. Um, and kind of have a more mature version of Rey, someone who's had some time to increase her skills, to go out and find other Jedi, to establish some sort of a, you know, a Jedi Academy. So, yeah, I, I'm glad that they're kind of pushing it into the future. Do you think, um, do you think we will see any other characters from the films, from the sequel trilogy? I think they will want to. Like, I think Star Wars Lucasfilm will want to have someone like Finn there. Although he said, um, didn't he say he didn't want to come back to Star well, Wars? So that, but so did Daisy Ridley. Like That's true. You pay him <laughs> enough money, they'll come back to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of these actors say that kind of stuff in the moment or, you know, they probably mean it too when they say it. But yeah. then time passes and they're kind of bored or like, oh, you know, that was a fun time. Like, or I wouldn't mind doing that. Or yeah, they're going to pay me a ton of money. So I think I never take it seriously when one of these actors say they're not going to do it again. I mean, I'm pretty sure Tom, everyone, I'm pretty sure Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill said it as well at some point and they came back. So there's always a the potential of anyone coming back. Yeah. So Boyega, I think right now he's probably if if they had already kind of inked him to come back, they would have announced it. Yeah. The I fact agree. that they only announced her is probably because she's the only one they've kind of confirmed things with. But they're probably got feelers out to, you know, to Oscar Isaac, and they probably have feelers out to Boyega, like, hey, would you guys want to be involved? Because 
once they figure out who they can include, then they can start they can to write the story. movie. Exactly. But if they only so, are going to have Daisy, then that's going to change the story a little bit. So how do you feel about them announcing these movies? We like, we don't, there's no dates associated with these whatsoever. Uh, how do you feel about them announcing them now? Uh, I don't know. It's frustrating as a Star Wars fan to get all these movie announcements only to have them canceled or never. Some of them don't even get canceled. They just kind of fade away and they never officially mm-hmm. announce that they're not doing it. You know, we still have technically Ryan Johnson could be working yep. on, you know, Star Wars movies. They never officially canceled those. And uh, uh, the Game of Thrones guys still, in theory, working on uh, right. And then they ask movies. Them, they're not yeah. actually <laughs> right. But they'll ask Ryan Johnson. Oh yeah, I still there's still things we're talking about. So they always kind of keep it out there. But yeah, and they say, it, oh, it's a possibility, right? Oh, it right. might. You know, we're still working on it, which sure like they also announced the lando series and we've learned in the last i think week donald glover still has not even signed on to the show so how, how do you how do you announce right. a lando series without donald glover or billy d williams you know? so i think what happens is they they have these big events you know you have something like star wars celebration yeah. you gotta have big announcements they have ideas they have movies that are in pre-production they're kind of thinking about and they want to announce them and yeah i guess it's just kind of become like you ask any star wars fan even today, like talking amongst our friends, like, what do you guys think? Everyone was like, well, if they actually do it, yep. you know, that's kind of the main re- response that I've been getting from people. So I think we're all kind of, as Star Wars fans, we've kind of come to expect, like, sure, they're going to make some announcements, but only a certain percentage of these are going to actually make it to the finish line. Which is, is and I get that you feel like you have to have announcements, but it's just frustrating when they're, I, I would love to see all these. I'm very excited about all these announcements. But it's also I, I've I've learned at this point, right? After how many years of of you know these canceled projects that never come to fruition, until it starts filming, I just it, I'm excited. It's 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 a neat idea. I'd love to see it happen. But until it starts filming, I don't get too excited because you know I you never know. I agree with these it's, these it's three announcements, and we'll get to the other two announcements. But the, the three that they specifically announced, I think the one that's most likely to make it is this one is the Ray one because you actually, yes. you actually have the actor, right. Not, you know, you announce it with her, like, Hey, she's on board. We're making this. It's a Ray Skywalker. It's a continuation of the Skywalker story in a way. This isn't just some offshoot like, Oh, we're making a rogue squadron movie, you know, like that right. makes sense as something that could get eventually uh, scrapped this feels like something they have to do now that they've announced this they have to make this movie yeah i could see dave's happening too because i feel like he's not going to be someone where they're going to have a difference of creative opinion right and oh we weren't really sure we hired this director but it's just not quite working out you know Dave's and it's the accumulation of the all their live all their series exactly yeah. so and so, we'll get to yeah we'll, we'll get talk, to sorry, that i'm jumping ahead but but yeah yeah, yeah. so so Ray Ray Skywalker, I I did not think, honestly, I thought that we would see a continuation of the Skywalker movies eventually. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, they'll give it some time, but someday we're gonna see Daisy Ridley and John Boyega come back, and they're gonna have some movie in the future, you know, ten fifteen years from now. So this is a lot faster than I expected that they would kind of continue that story. I kind of wonder why, like why now? Um, maybe mm-hmm. they feel like. If they're going to, the movie stuff hasn't really been working for them. You know, they've been kind of focused more on TV. So maybe they're just kind of like, you know what does typically work? 
the saga movies, you know, the ones about the core characters are the ones that tend to work. So yeah. Um, I did not expect to see this. So this was a big, a big surprise when I saw this announcement. Yeah, I don't me know. too. It, I don't know. If no, you I totally, I was not yeah. expecting, I just assumed they weren't gonna, that they would never come back and, and, and do even more films. So it's, it's exciting. I like, I'm very, very interested to see what they do. Even if it's not a trilogy, I'm excited yeah. to see more. So oh, more Ray. And I like, I always liked her character. Oh yeah, I, me too. Know, I, I never yeah. had a problem with, with her character and I, and the fact that she, you know, the way that they did it with her is, you know, at the end and kind of her adoptive family and she chose mm-hmm. the name Skywalker. Like I was completely down with all that. I know not everybody loved that, but oh, I liked I, it. I, uh, you know. and I think yeah. the sequels in general, you know, they weren't the perfect movies, but I enjoyed them and I enjoy to go back and watch them now. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not a hater at all on the, on the sequels. Um, I like them for what they are. And mm-hmm. so the fact that they're continuing that story, it is kind of funny for those people out there that do just absolutely hate the sequels and just want them to go away. This is probably the last thing they wanted to hear. Right. Yeah. That's uh, it. yeah. <laughs> They're making another Ray movie. Cause that kind of, you know, flies in the face of any kind of speculation that they're going to reboot it or, you know, right. kind of never tell another story in that era. It's like, no, actually they're making a, th- a big major theatrical film uh, starring the character that you probably don't like. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So um, it's, it's going to keep happening. You know, and I, yeah. I'm like you, you know, I, I wouldn't say, uh, you know, the, if I had to, I, I prefer like the prequels or the original trilogy, uh, if I, you know, over the sequels, but I still enjoyed them. Right. I, I think there's, there's aspects of them that I wish were different, but there's, a, you know, you could critique anything in star Wars. Right. I, I, I still enjoy them overall. Would I've loved to see more Luke? Sure. Would I've loved to see more, uh, of, you know, the new Republic or, or not have the, as much dysfunction in Han Leia's marriage, all that kind of stuff. Yes. But I still enjoyed the movies for what they are, you know, and I, like you, I enjoyed going back and rewatching them still. And, and I think they, and, and Ray in particular was a great, I thought the force awakens was particularly a really good movie. I really oh, I absolutely the feel of the, the force, force awakens. awakens. Yeah. yeah it, it just, it, you feel so happy and optimistic when you watch it. And, and so, yeah, I'm very excited for more Ray. Yeah. And I think that sometimes I appreciate movies or stories, not even, for the story that it's telling sometimes but more for the characters that it introduces mm-hmm. and so the fact that we have ray and finn and poe like i love those characters yeah you know? and so Same. you know those movies to me were worth it just to get those characters into the universe and you know any number of other characters that we kind of were introduced to um in that era so yeah i i'm excited to to get more stories and and really kind of that's what we wanted to see right like that's a lot of people wanted to see the the beginnings of the new Jedi order and kind of Luke establishing that. So, yep. you know, we kind of missed that. They skipped over that in, in the sequel movies, but now we get, but to now they can do it. do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to kind of see it, it, her version of it. And I really hope Finn is involved too, but I don't know. We'll see if they can talk, talk John Boyega into it. So you had kind of, uh, you had mentioned, so there are, there's another movie that got announced. Just a small movie, right? N- that, nothing, nothing big. Well, which one are you? Which one do you want to jump to? Because there's two. I mean, should we start with? I think the big news, right, is Dave. Okay. I, that's almost depends on kind of depends on your point of view. I feel like it's almost bigger than, than Ray Daisy Ridley. Yeah, yeah, almost. Oh, it's big news because for one, we have these stories that were told on Disney plus. So, and what people are now calling the Mando verse, 
mm-hmm. uh, where we have Mandalorian, we have Book of Boba Fett, and we have Ahsoka. And that's kind of the three, I think what people are considering the Mandoverse, I don't think I'm missing anything there. And there's nothing else coming. There was going to be the new, the whatever of the New Republic, the Rangers. Yeah, Rangers. I, I think that's out of the Mandoverse now. Yeah, so right. that kind of got scrapped for you know, obvious reasons. And, and they brought a lot of those plot threads into the Mandalorian. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they probably will bring some of them into this movie too, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what it looks like is that this movie is going to be, like you said, directed by Dave Filoni. So he'll get his first like major Star Wars theatrical movie directing, which which a lot of people I think thought would eventually happen. So we're seeing it happen. And it's going to be the culmination of, so these these stories that are being told on Disney+, Plus, they're going to all connect. And then we're going to have this movie that's going to kind of, I guess, finish it off. Um, Which is kind of an interesting choice because then you would think like, you're almost alienating some of the viewers, like people that are going to go to the movie to see it, but they haven't watched all the TV stuff. Right. So, so to make it more accessible for the the larger audiences it will be very interesting to see how they pull that off. Mm-hmm. But um, to have that story kind of finish on the big screen will be very cool for those of us that have been following along. Yeah. I, I'm just so happy for Dave that he's getting a movie and he's going to be able to tie in all these things. I'm very curious what it's going to be about, right? Is it is it going to be... So far, yeah, they're all part of the same universe. There's crossovers between the shows, but we haven't seen a ton of... We don't really know what the central focal point of those those, those storylines is, right? There's, a, there's hints around oh, the Empire is doing something with cloning, mm-hmm. right? And there's hints around Grogu-related. There's hints, uh, you know, obviously the Mandalorians are a big piece. Um, but the thing that surprised me most, it says that that movie will close out the interconnected stories. That's very interesting. That like that almost feels like ending the series, like, like it's the end of the series. But then at the same time, recently John Favreau said they don't really have an end in sight for the Mandalorian. They're going to keep going. So maybe they're just going to take the interconnected portion and, and end it. I don't, I don't know. What do you, I mean, they probably have a story that they've kind of mapped out that they're leading to. Yeah. But they're leaving some things open because obviously, you know, you might change course if like, if book of Boba Fett was a huge, huge hit, which I think it did fine, like in streaming numbers, but as a right. critically, it didn't do as well. And I think if it had been a huge hit, we probably would have seen, oh, okay, that was popular. Let's 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 focus a lot more on that character. And we might have gotten an announcement of season two right away. And and so I think they're leaving some of these options open. So they don't want to completely close it off. But I do think yeah. there's probably an overall story they're leading to. And, you know, like you had mentioned, the cloning, I think, is going to play into it. They're obviously setting the stage for like some of the stuff that's coming with the first order and kind of like re- return of the emperor. And kind of setting like, okay, this is how that happened or could have happened with some of this cloning stuff. But then it's also going to tie into Thrawn, you know, and we know Thrawn is part of the Ahsoka series and he's out in the, you know, unknown regions or wherever he is right now. So there could be some connection there. Um, But then it's like you would think that Thrawn is maybe the big baddie in Ahsoka. But for the big movie, it, it might be something bigger, you know, and there's always been this talk around Thrawn kind of not necessarily being a villain but also like kind of playing a part in like he's trying to prepare the the galaxy for some other threat that's coming and now we know in legends it was the use and vong but it could be something else in the show or in the movie 
or it could be the Yuzen Vong. Who knows? You know, there's I have definitely heard some people speculating that that might be the big bad that they bring in eventually. So interesting. I mean, I know they wanted to bring him into the Clone Wars. Yeah, and point. that was Filoni right. that mm-hmm. was wanting to bring him in. So yeah, I can't wait to see kind of where it all goes. But I do think yeah. they're doing a really good job of kind of like laying the the groundwork and kind of giving us these little teases that we probably won't even realize they're. They're kind of giving us these little morsels until, until we see something else. And yeah. they're like, oh my goodness, they were they were teasing that all the way back in that one Years episode. Years ago, yeah. You know, remember that episode yeah. where they're eating the glowing popsicles? Like that one line that they said, you know, like, exactly, so there's going to exactly. be stuff that we, you know, we'll appreciate later. But yeah. And actually, I was just reading this, I saw this interview with uh, Dave Floney on IGN and they're asking about this culmination. And okay, he, he says, I don't know if I call it a finale, but uh, you know, it's, it's this time period, you know, new Republic has, I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit. The new Republic has existed for a while, um, but they've been mapping out all these storylines for quite a while. And it just kind of, the story escalated to the point, he says, quote to the, the story escalated to the point where John Favreau and he were talking about it and, they've had this plan for a while and it seemed like a movie was the next possible step. Uh, and so they can expand on it and do something bigger than in their, their streaming shows. He's still vague about what that story is uh, and what exactly it means. But he says, quote, we knew the story would culminate. You have little culminations that come with each season and you have characters coming in and out. Those characters and storylines start to demand that you'd start, they, you're starting to deal with larger forces and bigger trends within the time period. So to a certain point, the rubber is going to hit the road in many ways. Okay. So Grogu or no Grogu in this movie? Uh, for sure. If it if if it's the tying together all the shows, he's got to be in it. He's got to be in it. Maybe it's his culmination. Oh, please no. I hope not. No well, maybe, offense. Maybe it's the end of Grogu's storyline though. No maybe, offense maybe... to Grogu, but I don't know. They've been pl- they've been playing that trick pony for a while now. Grogu, like, a Star Wars story. Yeah, I don't know if I He's a fun little side thing, but like, I don't know. I don't know if I want him to become the main focus. Like, why is he so important? Maybe they'll, you know, is he going to be the next chosen one? I don't know. It just feels like, you never know. Really, they're really dragging out this character that probably they, there was never any intention for him to be so important until they realized how much t shirts he could sell. And then it's suddenly like, oh, now let's make him in everything, you know, let's get him his own Mando armor. So (laughs) I don't know. I'm getting a little jaded on Grogu. Oh yeah, unpopular uh, opinion. I know that's okay. It's okay. I, uh, it's the number one reason my wife enjoys the Mandalorian. Yeah, Grogu, Which should but... not be the reason that we want him to stay <laughs> around. I'm sorry, I, I like your wife, but <laughs> if, uh... if they wrote Star Wars to please my wife, the Star Wars would not be that interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> no offense, babe. Uh... <laughs> but... Oh boy. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't. Know. We'll we'll see. Yeah, so much. I'm excited though. I, I just want to see Dave Filoni's movie and how they tie everything together. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I like what he's done for the most part with star Wars. Uh, he has his critics for sure. And I think he sometimes maybe overdoes like his own creations, you know, mm-hmm. he, he kind of like, he really brings his stuff in into the forefront. Cause he has that power now. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it's like, okay, does everything have to be a tie into rebels? But, um, but I, I also enjoy his knowledge of the story and just kind of yeah. his style. I do enjoy. So, yeah, uh, you know, I think it'll be cool to see him finally get this, get a movie. I agree. And then what was the other one? So there's another movie that was announced. Oh, the Dawn of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So they're going back. So we've done this in in Legends. 
uh they did they actually had a book called dawn of the jedi and yep. i believe there was a whole era mm-hmm. um if i'm remembering correctly i'm forgetting what the comic series was called but they did a whole era of like these comics and there was a couple novels where they went way back in time and showed the origins of the Jedi. Remember, it was like yeah. a different way of saying well, There the was word. also those short stories, right, that were like the very, very beginning, uh, almost before, like pre-dawn almost. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so they've definitely toyed around with this idea in other material, but the fact that they're doing it in a movie yeah, is going to be pretty big. And, you know, I have to imagine that they're going to kind of go their own direction with it as far as not really trying to stick to what has already previously been put out there from a legends perspective, but maybe they'll, they'll incorporate some of that stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that, that will be very interesting because it's really kind of un untrodden territory where it's like, man, they could do just about anything. Oh yeah. There. Like the yeah, light it's not dark and all it's this. not quite the older public that I know people would love to see with Revan. It sounds like it's pre older public. Well, they're tiptoeing uh, around the older public. We have like right. We have the High uh, Republic now. High Republic, which is after the old Republic, and now we yep. have Dawn of the Jedi, which is before the Republic, so the old Republic. So at some point, they'll give us something smack dab in the middle, and maybe we'll get some Revan and all that. But right now, yeah. yeah, they're just going all the way back to the beginning. So it could be anything. There's really it's really hard to speculate unless maybe there's been some some blurbs added or some interviews that have happened since, since I saw this news, but not that I've seen so far. Yeah. I don't know any more information other than it's going to be, uh, is this the one directed by James Mangold? Yes. Indiana Jones, the new Indiana Jones movie, which he was the one that was rumored to be making a Boba Fett movie back in the day. Was he? Um, Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. So now he's done with a dial of destiny. He can go, uh, do the, uh, do the star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, and then they did. Apparently, there's been more information, or I think they they showed a trailer for Skeleton Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was revealed that Jude Law is actually playing a Jedi in Skeleton Crew. I thought I saw somewhere. Oh, that's cool. I hadn't heard that. Um, I'm just gonna read just because I'm seeing here. So I'm still on just to give him credit. Entertainment Weekly. And then uh, it says Jude Law is gearing up for his very own space epic and skeleton crew, the series which was developed by Chris Ford and Spider-Man No Way Home director John Watts. Takes place within the same time frame as Ahsoka and The Mandalorian. Hmm? Okay. Is it part okay. of the Mandiverse? <laughs> probably um, not. But... Probably not. A young group of adventurers will attempt to find their way back home after getting lost. Uh, it's a wide galaxy, Filoni explained. It's more dangerous than you think. I'm excited uh, for this one, and it's coming out this year. This probably the fall release, I'm guessing, because they don't really. Ahsoka's in August, so I'm guessing Skeleton Crew will be like November, maybe. Yeah, and so I they had, I had seen some stuff on Twitter, people that had actually that attended this that were kind of uh, recapping what the the trailer looked like. You can see the kids that there's a picture here on Entertainment Weekly that shows Jude Law with three of the the kids that are mm-hmm. cast in this. They're very young. Like I'm talking like even younger than, or maybe at the very earliest days of, um, Oh, I'm blanking on that. What's the Netflix show that everybody likes about the kids and the upside down and Oh, uh, stranger things, stranger things. That's yeah. yeah. So they look very young, like the early days of stranger things, young, if not younger than that. So, 
you know, it'll probably be geared more maybe toward a younger or teenage audience to an extent. But, you know, you bring in somebody like Jude Law, you know, he's a pretty established, well-known actor as well. So yeah. he can he can definitely bring in the adult audience, too. Um, I thought I had seen somewhere that he was a Jedi. Um, so some more information's trickling out. And then uh, hopefully they'll release the trailer online eventually or, you know, I'd like to see that for sure. I haven't yeah. seen any leaks of it yet. No, they've been very, they've been holding their cards close to the, the vest here for Skeleton Crew. And it's, it sounds interesting. I mean, they kind of uh, framed it as like a Goonies meets Star Wars type of thing, you know, mm-hmm. young kids versus the Empire. I'm very interested to see what it's like. I feel like we don't really know that much. Uh, although I guess, uh, actually, sorry, Dave Filoni is an executive producer, so maybe it is part of the Filoni verse. Um, yeah, it could be, but uh, I don't know. I, I am, I'm interested. I think the title is the title of the show doesn't, I don't know if it helps it a lot just because it's a little vague, you know. Uh, will mm-hmm. people, I don't know, will people just be like browsing Disney Plus and see Skeleton Crew and be like, ooh, what's that, you know? I don't know, but. I want the Jude want Law to succeed. Jude Law will be the draw. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Acolyte. So they some interesting news around Acolyte. For one, they did have a trailer. I think I heard. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of cool that they did. Um, and then they announced that we're gonna get uh, Junus. Yes, the the guy who's been playing Chewbacca, Unis Suotomo as the as a as a Wookiee Jedi. He's gonna be a Wookiee Jedi. So, and this is set at the toward the end of the High Republic era. We have seen some Wookiee Jedi in the High Republic, like books and comics. He may be playing one of them, or maybe it's a completely different character altogether. But I mean, good for him. Getting now, he's he's done. Now he's done uh, sequel trilogy movies. He's done mm-hmm. Solo. Now he's he can, the re- he's their resident Wookiee, yeah, and I love it. He's the new the new Wookiee. So, and I think he does a great job. I was just watching Solo again the other day, and just kind of forgetting how much I enjoyed the scenes between him and Han. Uh, I think he does a really good job. So that's cool for him that he was able to get cast in that role, and the fact that there's going to be a Wookiee Jedi in a Star Wars, a Star Wars thing, you know, in a Star Wars live action, it. not just animation. I love it. We've seen him in animation, but it'll be cool to see it in live action. Um. Let's see, what else did they say? So I'll just, once again, reading a blurb from Entertainment Weekly. Uh, if you weren't already interested in the Acolyte before, then Leslie Headland's initial pitch to Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy might seal the deal. The show showrunner said she described her vision for the series, which is set in the High Republic era, as Frozen meets Kill Bill. It's a very odd like how description. <laughs> do you have any two movies that are further apart? Uh, as far as style and <laughs> and and content, um, right? It's I don't even know. I don't even. My brain can't even wrap. I can't even wrap my mind around what that means. I'm hoping it's not a musical. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is very interesting. Uh, Headland also you noted, "Want to be a Jedi? Series, yeah. No. <laughs> the series will focus on the dark side of the Force at a time when it was at its weakest. This is when the bad guys are outnumbered." Headland said, "They are the underdog." Uh, yeah, it makes sense time-wise, right? Like we're we're at the end of the High Republic era, kind of getting into the prequel era. This is when we know that there should only be a couple Sith around, you know, like they're yep. like one one master, one apprentice, maybe some some random uh, 
you know, strays that are out there, but for the most part, dark side users are, are a pretty small amount at this point and the Jedi are kind of at their peak. So, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of potential in this story being super cool. And I really hope that with all of the establishment of the high Republic in the novels and in the comics, I hope that they just reference them like to no end, <laughs> you know, yeah. I hope there's awesome. a big connection in that it's not just like, oh yeah, we did the High Republic stuff, but it really doesn't talk. They don't talk about it in the show, you know. Right? Like, no, no, no. They I, better be mentioning characters. I mean, like <laughs> every the other, other cool thing is, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I read stuff, as much as I enjoy it, it's hard for, for me to like get attached to something, and then you watch it and you get attached to to these characters, and then when you go back and read the books, you're like, oh, I, I have an emotional attachment to these these yeah. people, and so. I'm very interested to see, do we get a lot of the existing higher public characters that have been in the books in the show? Um, I don't and... think we will because it's I mean, it's set... before, right? It's so it's set on... like significantly after the High Republic novels that we've known so far is what I yeah. understand because the High Republic is supposed to be set and I, I'm not remembering all the, the years off the top of my head, but it's something like 200 years before the prequels. Or maybe it's 150 years right. uh, before the prequels. And this is supposed to be yeah. set kind of at the end of the High Republic era, right before uh, the Oh, that's true. So I think okay. we might have a good 100-year gap between, yeah. if not more, between the, the novels and the sh okay. this show. So maybe not then. But so, but they did introduce the Wookiee Jedi, who we know Wookiees live they're, they're much a older, very long you know, time. Like, like, yeah. So that could be a character that would carry over. Yoda is another character who has shown up in the high Republic era who we know is in the, yeah. the modern stuff. So he could show up. So there are definitely characters that are long lived that could show up and, and add that connection. But, yeah. um, but I'm sure we'll get mentions of, of characters that we've seen in the books and stuff. So, but yeah, yeah I think That'd be cool. this one looks pretty cool. Um, let's see if they said anything else notable here. The series will premiere on Disney plus in 2024. Uh, and then there was some footage shown appeared to show Carrie Ann Moss's character utilizing the power of the force. Oh, okay. I guess not too surprising. Uh, There's probably then, be a lot of force users during this time period. Yeah. You know? And I had heard also in some of the footage that I believe Lee Jung Jae was shown as a Jedi as well. I think so. Which was yeah. new news. Uh, we hadn't known that before. Um, oh yeah. It says Lee will star as Jedi master alongside Kelnaka, uh, the first live action Wookiee Jedi. Okay, so we know it's Kelnaka, which is not an existing character oh, in the High Republic. Interesting. Uh, who will be played by Suotomo, uh, the actor behind Chewie. Uh, okay, and then so it Kelnaka. said, It was my first time touching a lightsaber, Lee said, and I'm still shaking from the experience. Uh, Turner Smith added, I'm excited and I want to vomit a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Great final line. Um, so, yeah. So yeah, that's some new news there. Yeah. That's trickling out as far as some of the characters and the roles that they're going to play. That's awesome. Um, Andor season two news. August Nothing's... 2024. Yeah, August 2024. And I guess they showed some some footage from that as well. Yeah. Some very brief footage, I think. And then Indiana Jones, but we're not going to talk about that because we're not an Indiana Jones podcast. I do love me some Indiana Jones, but yes, it's it's, it's not not for this uh, this show. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, the last. I'm not Indiana... an expert on it. I haven't seen the movies in a long time, so I need to go rewatch them before the movie comes out. Yeah, I like Indiana Jones for sure. Iconic character. I didn't like whatever the first one was called. Oh, wait the the original original. Yeah, what was that one called? Uh, Temple. No, no. no. Oh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that was the first one. That's okay, so that like... movie's great, but then yeah. they kind of did Temple of, Doom. Temple of Doom, which was a prequel to Raiders of the Lost I Ark. I think so. Yeah. And I didn't like that one at all. Yeah, that's a little weirder, much darker. And then it... yeah, yeah. And then and then they did uh, the Last Crusade. Yeah. With and then uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. And then Kingdom of Crystal Skull is another one that was a little bit of a miss. So yeah, um, so it's kind of so they're on right. That it's it's time. Yeah, they're for the due good for one. the next one to be good, <laughs> and I think it probably will be. But I, yeah, yeah, Crystal Skull was kind of a miss, and I think a lot of people were were not happy yeah. with that one. So I think Harrison Ford said he's not he's done with indie after this, but I don't like like I would like think everyone he else has to be like he's <laughs> he he is aging. You know, he's definitely. Yeah. I've seen him in some interviews recently, and you know getting a little it starts to get hard to watch some of these actors age so much because you're so used to seeing them and and you're like oh man like you can really start to see the age taking a toll uh patrick stewart's another one uh who i like to refer to as captain picard uh (laughs) he's another one where i when i see him like yeah he's he might need to retire soon like just kind of you know retire enjoy the enjoy your retirement and the money that you've earned over the years and uh but yeah i don't know that harrison ford can be making movies too much longer yeah, but they can have his digital face forever. That's true. So. Uh, if he allows it, <laughs> somehow I, I suspect he might not. Uh, but yeah, so celebration. We're missing all the cool stuff, or at least we're missing it in person. But we're getting, you know, we'll get the news as it's trickling out. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk to somebody about it because I haven't really been sitting around here in the news, but I haven't really had a chance to discuss it with anyone too much. So no, I, I'm. I loved talking about all this stuff and there's so many exciting announcements. I just, I'm very, I hope the movies pan out. I think the series have so far, I mean, everything they announced has been announced for a while and is far, far in production. So I feel good about the series. I hope the movies come out, but they're all so exciting. You know, it's great. I'm, I can't wait. And this yeah. is just day one of Star Wars Celebration. We got a lot more. I feel like this is the big stuff though. I don't know. So what we're probably going to get, you know, you know, obviously, you know, this being a Star Wars books focused podcast, like there's going to be some announcements from a literature perspective that I'm sure we're going to get. Yeah. But from like we're movies, higher public tomorrow, we've got tomorrow the Soka panel. So we got to get some more. I don't know uh, how you can get bigger than this trailer today, but we're going to be some more stuff tomorrow. They'll show clips, I bet. Yeah. Lots yeah. of clips. Clone Wars 15 year anniversary. Hard to believe we're getting old. Mm-hmm. Uh, a look back at Obi Wan. Does Luke some publishing panel on Sunday? Uh, yeah so i think the big big news as far as the bad batch on monday and visions volume two is like we've gotten that like i think that's what we've we've already gotten is i think so but there will be you know there'll be more news coming out for sure from a literature perspective and and all that but um yeah interesting if they'll announce another animated series just because we haven't really gotten a new one you know and i mean i guess i feel like like they just do one at a time for the most part like they had a resistance they did at the same time as um was it bad batch season one um I mean, but... we have bad batch still going and then um they did visions so right more visions yeah i mean right? those there's... are like different studios they contract out with i feel yeah. like i feel like they really only do one animated show at a time typically yeah but there's got to be something in the works you would think bad batch is probably winding down 
So they're they've at least started to think. I about don't know it. that like there's gotta gonna have season three. I was it sounds like so. Oh, really? Yeah, they haven't officially yeah. announced anything, but maybe in the Bad Batch panel, yeah, they'll, they'll tease maybe what's coming next. But yeah. so I suspect once once the Bad Batch actually ends, then I think we'll get a new animated series. That's my two yeah. cents. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, the invasion series. Yeah. It'll be called Invasion, and it will be the uh, the Yusin Vong coming. Exactly. That would be cool. To, leading to the culmination. All right. Well, thanks for uh, jumping on and talking to me about all this oh, stuff. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me on. This was so much fun. Yeah. We'll put this out. Probably just put this out as a podcast episode and maybe a few YouTube videos. So if you guys haven't checked out the YouTube channel yet, um, jump over there and you can watch this all you know, clipped up into smaller segments uh, over there. But yeah, till next time, keep on reading and may the force be with you. <laughs>